Welcome to Manifestation Priestess Podcast. I am your host, De Monte Ana, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach, mystic mama, and the creator of the Magnetic Manifestation Method. I help soul-driven women just like you activate your inner magic, heal subconscious blocks to abundance, and energetically align with your deepest desires so that you can manifest your dream life and business with ease and pleasure. This podcast is your space for all things manifestation, spirituality, mindset, and energetics to help you consciously become the best, most abundant version of yourself and to manifest the soul-aligned life of your dreams. Welcome back to the Manifestation Priestess podcast. I'm your host, Dimante Ana, and I hope that you are having a beautiful day today or that you had a beautiful day today if you're listening to me in the evening. Today I wanted to talk about something that has been for myself, has been one of the biggest things that I had to work through and a pretty long journey. And I think in some ways probably always going to be an ongoing journey because every time you reach a new level there's new fears and new things that creep up but what I'm talking about is allowing ourselves to be seen and what I mean by that is allowing ourselves to be truly seen for who we really are and maybe not just the parts of us that we feel comfortable to share not just the versions of us that we think we should be and I think specifically this uh, this is a pretty kind of touchy subject and can be quite hard for a lot of the more mystical souls here on this planet with me. So if you kind of identify as someone who's um, maybe a witch, a healer, a light worker, a mystic, a starseed, someone who's kind of, someone who maybe doesn't fit into the standard kind of box of what is quote-unquote normal. And I have always felt really different my whole life. My whole life, I felt different my whole life. I was actually quite good at fitting in. So even though I could make myself fit in, I didn't feel like I belonged. And I really, that was a theme that I truly felt through most of even my adult life, not just my childhood, really only only over the last few years that I kind of started fully embracing myself and what I'm here to do and my soul mission and stepping out of the spiritual closet. That's kind of what I'm talking about. And to me, that was the scariest thing that I had ever done. I had always, uh, interestingly, (laughs) I had always felt like I didn't care what people thought. You know, in high school, it was kind of like the the quirky one where I kind of wore whatever I wanted and was just quite happy to be just myself and I didn't try to be like anybody else I was really happy to do my own thing and I would always you know say oh well I don't care what people think I'm just being me and I'm happy to be me and I think in some ways maybe I even liked being a little different but it was only when I felt called to start this business of being a coach and a guide of working with women, helping them transform their lives from the inside out, of guiding and teaching about the laws of the universe and manifestation, reprogramming our limitations and healing and releasing them. 
oh my gosh, when I, when I first started this business, it was one of those things that I felt like it was just a, such a strong niggling feeling in my heart and in my gut that I couldn't push it aside, that it was like I could try to ignore it and I just couldn't. It started to feel like not being my full self started to feel more and more inauthentic and more and more unsustainable. Like it started becoming really hard to only have conversations about normal things. Like my soul was yearning to talk about mystical things, everything that is deemed woo-woo or witchy or spiritual or just different things that, you know, more than meets the eye, all about energy and mindset and a law of attraction and the different laws of the universe and spirit guides and meditation journeys and soul journeys and Akashic records and soul gifts and just all the things that I could talk about all day long. Um, and then I think I had been suppressing my whole entire life because ever since I was a little girl, I was so drawn to um, myth- mythology and folklore and stories and magic. And, you know, I would, as a little girl, I love playing out in nature by myself. So I would touch trees and feel their energy and I would collect stones and play with stones and play with flowers and play with water and just a true, like I'm a true little nature spirit, right? From when I was a little girl. And I kind of started really hiding that part of myself as I started growing up because I didn't really witness more of that around me. And I think as you grow up, you we want to fit in. We dim to fit in. We dim our light to fit in because I think that's kind of part of our human journey is that we want to feel like we're connected to other people. So I would kind of make the mystical, magical part of myself take a back seat and just do normal day things, have normal day conversations, which don't get me wrong, I like those too. I'm the kind of girl that, you know, I can go on a two-hour meditation soul journey in a morning, then have a glass of wine and eat some cheese with some girlfriends in the evening, because life is all about balance and duality, and, you know, being the full spectrum of here and being a human which is probably a whole other topic I could totally get into, and maybe we'll leave this as a topic for a next episode. But what I'm kind of talking about is that for most of my life, that spiritual part of me was really, really hidden. And I think it comes from, I think just in general, we have been so programmed to think that, you know, like anything kind of witchy is wrong, and maybe it's evil. And um, I mean, you know, the the witch wound like let's talk about the witch wound for a second and if you don't know what a witch wound is it's essentially this and again with anything that i share these are my personal beliefs and what resonates with me so if what i say to you doesn't feel true to you if it doesn't resonate with you then please by all means uh, you know leave it to whatever is true to you that's what's true to you but there's a belief that you know when witches got burned that either that so many women out here, especially some of us who are really kind of called to this more spiritual, mystical path that we're more drawn to it naturally. And if you're listening to this podcast, then you probably are as well. (laughs) And you may relate to what I'm saying. Essentially, it's this belief that in a past life that we were either witches and we got burned for it and killed for it, or perhaps our ancestors were. And somewhere in that in our kind of DNA, that 
soul karmic remembrance is encoded in our current DNA, even though we may not have physical memories of it, there's this fear. There is this fear that it is not safe for us to be seen. There's this fear that it's not safe for us to to be witches, to celebrate nature, to practice magic, to do rituals, to connect with our soul, to talk about intuition, to talk about manifestation, to do these things because we're, we could be deemed as, you know, like the weirdos or crazy or unhinged or evil, right? As well, that that's, that's a big fear, I think, especially for people that maybe live like I feel like this wasn't as noticeable for me when I lived in Europe, but now living in America, a lot of people, and there's a lot of little towns here in the United States that, you know, people are super, super Christian. And fortunately, a lot of time that can mean, and I'm not saying for everybody and everything, and I respect all religions and, you know, I connect sometimes in my meditations with Mother Mary, so... I don't discriminate against uh, any religion and I take little bits from different religions that personally resonate with me, even though I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. But I know that it can be deemed as evil, like anything that is outside of the Christian church can be deemed as evil and you're condemned to go to hell. And if you're a witch, then you're working with the devil and you're working with demons and it's so not true. I personally only ever anything that I do is I work with my soul I work with source I work with universe I work with the same energy that someone could you know use the word God for definitely only work with the light although I accept shadow parts of myself in all spectrum emotions including sacred anger and sacred rage but essentially it all comes down to being part of source and love and being a light in this world and that's definitely what I'm kind of talking about but despite that despite that we know in our hearts that we only have our purest intentions that we want to have impact and we want to help people and it's good we still get scared of that judgment and I experienced that fear so 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 deeply so deeply that I would kind of feel like and sometimes I still find myself seeing that to this day like if I'm talking to like a friend that's just not spiritual at all and I do I do have a lot of those kind of friends in my life and I love them because there's so many different aspects of my personality and I have different friends for those different aspects but I feel myself trying to kind of like almost use like scientific terms so that you know, so that it resonates more with them. And I had found myself doing that so much. And like, it felt wrong to allow myself to talk about these things. I remember the first time I made a post, I don't even know what it was about, something probably to do with manifestation, law of attraction, because that's kind of the biggest thing that I talk about. And I remember like, if my whole body started to shake, it was just such a physical physical reaction like my heart was beating so fast I felt so anxious I thought I was gonna throw up like I actually like started to shake and I was like oh my gosh whoa like I did not know that I had so much fear about it it was so scary so if you're listening to this and you're like okay well I would love to be more open about this but I'm worried about what people in my life will think and I'm worried that people may judge me I was there When I first started my podcast, so this is my second podcast, kind of relaunched it under a name that felt more resonant with who I have become. 
but now that I'm fully, fully embraced who I am here to be, fully kind of embraced and stepped into the priestess path. And I remember it felt like the scariest things I've ever done in my life. And I think to this point, it still is. It was terrifying. Like it wasn't just scary. It was terrifying. I felt sick. I hadn't felt like I had knots in my stomach. My hands were sweaty. And it was really interesting because I then had to really work through that. And I had to use a lot of different tools to come down my nervous system and just give myself grace and had to kind of just keep saying to myself over and over again, it's safe for me to be seen. It's safe for me to be seen. And if this resonates with you, then I invite you to take this affirmation for yourself and keep saying it over and over again so that you can kind of come down that part of us that maybe has the remembering of being shunned and punished for sharing the things that we share, but it is time. It's, I feel like, across just in general, and since we've kind of entered this new Aquarian age, that you know what, what mystics kind of deem as the age of light, it is time. And there's this big awakening happening all across the world. And I feel like 2020 was a big catalyst for that. It was such a rapid awakening. It forced people to sit with themselves. It forced people to look at their life and see what was inauthentic and what was in alignment. And the spiritual journey, I feel like it can be for those that maybe haven't really been through it, can be really glamorized. But in truth, it's like one of the hardest things to go through ever. (laughs) Usually includes a lot of tears, a lot of pain, a lot of uh, resistance, a lot of releasing what you thought you knew and who you thought you were so that allowing your parts of yourself die so that you can be reborn and become the person that you truly came here to be. And that is by no means easy, my friends. And I also, I feel like it never ends. It's like kind of like an onion. There's layers to it. So you may have one spiritual awakening and then you may have another and another and another. Because <laughs> I sure have. And each time it's always hard, but each time it's so worth it. Because I feel like every time I step more into my truth, every time I kind of have the courage to show up and allow myself to be seen, it feels like I get to live a more soul-aligned life. It feels so, so liberating. And my deepest prayer for you, if you're listening, for anybody that is meant to hear this, that you find that courage within yourself too. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it's always so, so worth it. And there are so many miracles awaiting on the other side. And it really is time. It's time for you to allow yourself to be all that you came here to be. It's time for you to go inward and maybe shut out some of those opinions of other people. And I think also the really beautiful thing is as well, when we're so, so scared of what people will think, sometimes the world, our external world can be kind of like a mirror for what's going on within us. And I found that the more that I had accepted this within myself, the more that I accepted that I am here to be this mystical, magical being having a soul, mystical, magical soul having a human experience, and I am here to be all that I am, the more I can accept that this is who I am, um, the more I found that people in my life started accepting it too. It was really interesting to witness that. 
And also, sometimes some people will fall away as you accept yourself, as you allow yourself to shine bright. Some people will come with you and it will inspire them to then allow themselves to be a more authentic version of them, even if maybe not everything that you're sharing resonates with them, but it just allows them and kind of shows them you like almost okay, wait, like I can be all of me as well. And that's awesome. And some people may be like, okay, I don't know what she's talking about. I don't get it. Um, And then they may just kind of fall away. And if I could share, I guess, piece of advice is would be let them. Let those friendships that feel draining and tiring or relationships just fall away. If you don't feel like you can be your full self, or if you feel like you have to kind of dim yourself to be liked or to fit in, or if something or someone drains your energy, let them go. And the more that you are your true self in your life, and if you're listening, you may be an entrepreneur and in your business, the more you can attract those ideal soulmate clients to you. So if I hadn't started this business, I wouldn't have been able to work with all of the amazing, amazing women whose lives I literally helped transform. Like the amount of times that I've been brought to tears in my work with gratitude, just such gratitude because I've been able to have such deep impact when people message me and they say that, you know, they fall in love with themselves more than they ever have in their whole life or that all of a sudden they like the money just started to flow in their business and they've just receiving money and all of a sudden money has felt really hard and like a source of struggle their whole life and now all of a sudden it feels easy and it just comes and they feel like their life is surrounded by magic when I read some of those um, kind of testimonials and messages that I get from my clients is just such a big reminder that this is so much bigger than just me. And not only do I get to live in my authentic truth and I feel really free and liberated, but I also then get to help inspire and uplift other people, which is just amazing and exactly why I do what I do. And kind of exactly why I started this podcast so that hopefully everything that I've kind of worked through myself and been through can then inspire you in your journey and if I reach even just one person with each episode and make them feel less alone or help to shift their perspective in some way that improves their life even by just one percent then it's totally worth my time and so that is that is what I'm here to share with you today I this is your sign. This is your little nudge <laughs> from the universe delivered by me to allow yourself to be seen, to allow yourself to see yourself first, see the magic within you first, and then allow others to see it as well. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love, love, love if you could leave us a review. And I do have a gift for you. So when you leave a rating, when you leave a review, come tag me in an Instagram story or message me on Instagram at the Manifestation Priestess. And we have a gift for you. So I would love to gift you a really beautiful soul 
journey meditation completely free of charge as a thank you for leaving us a rating, for leaving us a review. So just message me a screenshot of your review or an Instagram. I am at the manifestation priestess on Instagram and I will also leave a link to my Instagram in the show notes in the description of wherever you're listening to this podcast. So send me a screenshot of the review and I will send you the steps to receive your free meditation that is going to allow you to help tap into the frequency of abundance so they can manifest beautiful, beautiful things into your world. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review and send it to a friend who may enjoy it too. See you on the next episode.